welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dimzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. It is week 16. Uh, it is a holiday week. Hopefully you are done with your work obligations and you can kick back and enjoy Christmas Eve and Christmas this Thursday and Friday. The my bets are Festivus. in. Yeah, the happy. Oh, is today today is Festivus. Yes. Did you air some grievances? No, like that's. I was gonna do my thread of uh, or you know, one of those stupid inner inner. Uh, you know, when they say like, you know, a book post who's who's the greatest running back of all time, just looking for people to you know respond to it and engage sure. with tweet. I was I don't do those too often because those are cheap, but. Like legitimately, I want to do my. This is my worst future bet I placed of the year. Let's see yours. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, I yeah. can't decide. I was going to do it on Festivus, but it's not really an airing of grievances, nor is it a feat of strength. So <laughs> feat it, of it might something. just be a tomorrow thing because my my tomorrow's pretty light. I have brown bag bets in the morning, and then I think me and the kids might get home and just start cooking up uh, cooking up supper. I like that, man. I like it. Well. Um... I could air some grievances. Uh, Polar Express, yeah. Hot, 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 hot chocolate. That song sticks with you. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Polar Express. Sure. Yeah. That, that, sure, that's a kid's thing. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, okay. So what do you think of this week overall, NFL? I wanted to talk about this before we get into this. And I think we, we're not going to like go long because of uh, – some conversation early because there are like three games off the board. There's at least three more. I don't really have much to say about. Sure. And that's, that's kind of what I wanted to say is we're at week 16 price discovery is pretty much there. There's a few moves, you know, th- this is, this is the point in the season where take it easy, get ready for the playoffs, wait for news, you know, be ready to pounce on bad numbers. If there's some, you know, injury news, you get, and you can find a bad number at one of your outs, but for the most part, it's it it gets tough week sixteen and seventeen. And also, I saw some good some good conversation on Twitter today about uh, must win. Oh you know, yeah, like, oh, this team. I think it was maybe bye week picks and Clev Clev TA. Maybe somebody else was in there too. But I mean, he even went and showed like if you have a team that's in the playoffs against a team that's not, and they they'd like need the win for playoff positioning. Sure. <laughs> like they're like 40% against the spread. It's not a thing. Even and if it is a thing, it's cooked in or possibly even overcooked in. Like you can't just say, oh, this team is out of the playoffs. This team is in. I'm gonna lay the points with the better team. It's just it's not gonna be a winning strategy. Must win doesn't mean will win. Must win does not mean must cover or will cover. Like a team, you know, a must win game is not a must cover game. So just take it easy with the the late season narratives. It gets really, really hairy for some people. So just can't believe that a team loses a game outright. And, you know, I I say, I say this like, oh, the numbers are really good. The the lines are figured out The the everything's baked in price discovery is done. And we had two double-digit favorites lose outright last weekend. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there's still, that's there's true. still a lot of variance, but I but for the most part, the numbers are good. 
I can go hard the other direction though, and where he had like four middles. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bunch and the, of and that, I mean, that's the same point though. The numbers are so close and so good that the the little bit of movement in the market, you're you're ending up with some middles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I bet one team in a must win this week against a team with nothing to play for. And it's actually my favorite play of the week. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I agree the narrative is bullshit and it really doesn't make a ton of sense to get uh um to get too far into that um yeah and like like you just said you bet a team in that situation it's not to say that team can't win can't cover won't win won't cover you should fade it just don't let that be your handicap you don't rely on rely on what's you know dance with who's brung you that's a good way to say it yeah it's not not saying avoid them like the plague but don't let that be your handicap like oh this you know this team really needs it you know, Minnesota really needed to win to get in the playoffs last week. I guess so did the Bears. So that's, you know, un- immovable objects. A couple of years ago, though, they needed a win to get into the playoffs against the Bears, and they lost in Week 17. The Bears had yeah, nothing to play was, for. Yeah. The Vikings, uh, yeah, the Vikings lost a game years ago to the Cardinals that knocked him out of the playoffs on the final play of the game, fourth and 26, I think it was. Cardinals threw sure. a touchdown to the end zone. I mean, they, these teams don't quit. Just because no, they're out. No. So I mean, look, right. the the Jets had every reason to quit. Everyone was ready to quit, but they had enough pride. They were like, "We're not going to be the third team to go in 16. They played with pride. They, they 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 obviously everyone had enough up game. That was a very laudable effort for them, uh, even though it takes them out of the Trevor Lawrence pole position, which is franchise altering yeah. potentially. Let's look at the card here, um, and let's start on Christmas. Did you get all your Christmas shopping done, by the way? Or are you going to be scrambling tomorrow? I did do a little uh, shopping and maybe somebody can help me out with this. So like the, the controllers for a switch, sure. You can buy, you can buy just the, the standalone ones that look like just one piece. You can buy those to connect. Like when you're playing on the TV, right? Like if I wanted to play a a shitload of people together in, um, in what's the one, uh, Mario Mario Kart. No, no, no. Well, Mario Kart too, but the other one is the smash brothers. Like if I wanted more Smash Brother people, like can you just buy those? You know, you don't need the two pieces that click on the side. You can buy just the controller. I might have to I call so. GameStop. Yeah, I, I mean, so. I, I'm pretty much done, but I, I kind of want to get some more controllers for the Switch. So, yes, my son has broken like three of them. All right, thanks, Patrick. <laughs> right. I, I'm gonna uh, GameStop is only doing like delivery to the door, so I might pick up a couple more tomorrow. Nice. I, I've been playing the Switch for the last month. They just don't I know like they it. Have one yet. What's your favorite game so far? Oh, the Goose Game by a hundred. <laughs> I love being that mischievous goose, and the, there's a button just to make them go ah. <laughs> Crack. My wife gets so she's like embarrassed of me when I'm telling that. I'm, I'm embarrassed giggling. of you. <laughs> I'm giggling when I'm like stealing people's stuff and putting it in the water. It's a funny okay. game. Okay. Well, let's yeah, Christmas shopping uh, is done. Yes, I'm ready yeah. to go for the holidays. Ready to go for this weekend. Yeah, we have a weird ass schedule. Yeah, we do. And let's crack into the Friday game, which is uh, on Christmas day game. Uh, hopefully, you will have you know you, you, whatever cooking you're doing will be in the works you can kick back and enjoy this game you're not going to be scrambling around um i am excited to see this game uh not because i think it's going to be an especially good game but just because it's been so long since we've had nfl on christmas day uh cool of them to do this uh stepping on the nba's toes a little bit 
but that's okay. I mean, you, you know, there's there's it's, different it's more than one game. Before. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like can a four thirty Eastern I can, game too. I, I don't think I'm gonna. I you know, based on what we saw from the Golden State Warriors last night, I don't think I'm gonna be watching much of that Warriors Bucks game. I'll tell you that much. No, um, you're gonna get the shit out of them. <laughs> yikes. Uh, okay, so let's, let's talk about the little uh, Saints. Uh, Saints hosting the Minnesota Vikings. So I made a play on this game. Uh, I got a better number than is currently available, but I don't think that matters. I think there's still an edge here. Uh, I played the under. Uh, my reasoning for the under is relatively straightforward here. Drew Brees is not right. Period. Which means the Saints can't necessarily expect to go win this game 31-28. In fact, they're going to have to lean on another strong defensive performance. Uh, the fact that they were able to generate pressure last week with just their four-man rush was very Four impressive. Facts. And... Honestly, this sets up very blueprint similar to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple weeks ago where they got pressure early and often against Kirk Cousins, put his put him on his ass six times in that game. I would expect that there is a healthy pass rush in this one to, to disrupt any type of comeback attempt here from the Minnesota Vikings. This is one-way traffic for New Orleans, in my opinion. The fact that it's down to six and a half is surprising. Um, I thought this was going to go up, if anything. Uh, you have a pretty decent matchup of Marshawn Lattimore, uh, against uh, you know Jefferson, uh, Adam Thielen was banged up last week. I don't think he'll be a hundred percent. And realistically, the Saints' defense is a class above anyone that Minnesota has been playing recently. Uh, so I think it is very, very likely that Minnesota gets throttled. On top of the fact that Minnesota is always looking too short in the game, based on their sequencing, based on how often they run the ball. So they're an underspot in general going up against a good defense. I think this could probably, you know, it'd be, I could entirely see Minnesota getting stuck in the teens here. Um, there's nothing much about what they do offensively that I think lends to a shootout. Um, we saw these two teams not against, go, not against this team. It's no, it's the, no. The, the, the game script is, and I guess I am surprised it went below seven. I'm actually a little tempted to take, uh, to take some saints here because I think, you know, you're speaking to an under, but I also think it's just the game script is, you know, they could they'll be able to do what they want even without Michael Thomas. You know, Breeze isn't right, but if they just want to dink and dunk, missing linebackers, missing corners, you know, just not a good defense to begin with. If it's if they want to go go the bend but not break route, they're just going to break slower. Like it's going to be long sustained touchdown drives by the Saints. And then if you get into that game script where Minnesota is down multiple scores, it's going to be bad for you're going to have Cousins under pressure. Like you said, they got four sacks last week against uh, Patty, who I think is probably more mobile than Kirk. Kirk Absolutely. is worse on Kirk is probably worse under pressure. And yeah, Thielen's been banged up, but you can probably try to just shut down Jefferson and make him beat you with whatever else they have. So it might be, you know, Minnesota and, you know, throwing the ball a lot does stop the clock, but I, I don't think it'll matter once once it gets to be that game, you know, that sort of game script and we end up with well, just Minnesota New still Orleans. runs the ball even when they're down. Though. Even when they're down, yeah. <laughs> they still establish the run. They are they are that dedicated to the the mission. Um and I guess the other thing I didn't even mention, um your your Saints, uh you brought up the fact that there's no Thomas. This feels like a Alvin Kamara game all day, right? Like there's, you know, they're, they're going to be able to, to lean on him in the passing game, in the rushing game. This is the, this is the Kamar special. Um, we saw these two teams play in the playoffs last year, obviously Minnesota with the um, heroic effort in the upset. Um, 
that game went to overtime. It still stayed under the total. That was a lower total. <laughs> so uh, that was a goofy game. I don't really get why this is a 51. You know, I got under 52. I make fair price here 47. I'm way under market on this one. Is there something? I'm not saying, the... Yeah, I'm not saying tease a total, but I don't know how like Saints minus one and a or Saints basically Saints money line under 56, 57. Like I feel like a lot of people are gonna play a goofy standalone teaser like that and probably be rewarded, even though you shouldn't tease totals. So that's basically taking a Minnesota team total under 31, right? 25, 26, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Basically, well, you, yeah, you still need uh, to, to uh, Yeah, no, so wait. If you tease it to 58, you're gonna or 50, 50, let's say you tease it to 57, then you're concerned about a 29 to 28 win by the Vikings. So you're basically betting a team total under 29 on the Vikings with that teaser. And that, that might not be a bad look either, Minnesota team total under, but uh, I definitely think I like your under. I like the Saints, and I like the fact that I get a standalone game on Friday and then a shitload on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know, you I'm, I've. I, I dig it. Let's move to Saturday. I'm still good at the banners today, you guys. What's that? Boom. Let's move to Saturday. What do you make of this one? I'm I'm probably going to spend time doing other things and saving up my football watching juice for the nightcap. What do you What do you think? Galladay didn't practice again. I don't know if we see him the rest of the year. It's uh, Stafford's a gamer. Stafford's a baller. Stafford's a gritty player. Apparently, he looked pretty good at times. You know, it's. He's still got the the rest of the roster surrounding him, maybe keeping him down. Obviously, not having Galladay is huge, but I was super surprised he played. So good for them. This is a super bad matchup for their secondary. I mean, you, you see the Tampa had a bit of a slow start, but once they actually picked it up, it's like, oh, man, they're just going to pick people apart here. This is not, like Antonio Brown beats you deep. And that guy's yeah. been out of the league for it's. It's it's a mismatch. Um, I should look at my power number. So I don't think I quite got this to nine and a half. Like I couldn't justify you know, laying it. But you know why I, there's a little surcharge, though. You know why? It's because Detroit's not going to have a, head, a a coach on the field. Yeah. <laughs> there's a question swirling for the Detroit Lions about who's going to be out there coaching. Because of the and everybody's everybody's either got COVID or is um, you know contact tracing in the protocol. I made it nine point three, I guess. So never mind. Okay, I'm right you're on. close. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 coaching thing isn't going to help, especially after not only that, but they're already dealing with. They've gotten rid of their head coach this season. They had to shit can a special teams coach because he went just full. That was insane. Uh, full rope. That, that's my favorite story, I guess. That was insane. That cracks me up. That cracks me up so hard. The fact that he just ah, we're just gonna we're gonna fake it here without the yeah, uh, yeah. the head coach. Without, no, hunt it. Ah, well, no, we'll fake it. You're fired. Yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. Um, okay. So I'm the surprised McIntyre didn't tweet something about a fist fight, but. <laughs> hey, tell me real quick, uh, Tampa Bay, are they flying under the radar here? Like, they're just taking care of business. They're beating up on some shitty teams. They had a, a nice comeback last week against Atlanta. Atlanta didn't look like they really wanted to play for the win. Um, no, do you know is, is this is this a team that you're thinking the market in general is forgotten about to a degree as they head into the playoffs? I mean, they're not going to win the South. 
but they could have a prefer, you know, pr they could have a nice path. They could be the five seed. They could draw uh, whatever sad sack emerges from the NFC East debacle. I guess my my thoughts on them is I don't understand why there's this much inconsistency with this many veteran players on a team, with this man, this coaching staff, this quarterback, like the the game against Green Bay, the game, you know, some of these games where they've just looked great on offense. Everything's clicking. The defense, for the most part, is working when it should. And then you have these stinkers. They just are not even stinkers, but like stinker halves. Like the first half against, uh, you know, Atlanta. Other sure. games were uh, really the the Kansas City first half. Like sure. The, it's New like, Orleans. What, are, what are we doing? Yeah. Like this offense should be working better. So I don't have a strong read on why, but I know like, I guess maybe they're a live bet team in the playoffs. Like mm. it's pornography. You know it if you see it. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, like if the offense is just working, it's like I'm betting this team total over right I now. I mean, I feel like yeah. I feel like when we saw them lose, they lost. They've lost all of their high leverage games really this season. Yeah. They lost the Rams. They lost the Saints twice. They got. They beat the Packers. That was a high leverage game. That was an impressive performance. But down ten in nothing. general, yeah, they just turned it on. It was. I don't understand yeah, and, that. But then, again, that was, again, completely aided and abetted by some fluky turnover pick six luck. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it didn't hurt. It didn't. No, that, that helped a lot. Their offense was stuck in mud until that. Um, and I think collectively we kind of look at Tom Brady and we're like, yeah, no, I remember now he's washed. I remember last season in the playoffs. He was washed. I remember last year down coming down the stretch for the Patriots. He lost to the Deshaun Watson in prime time and the Texans. He lost to um, the Ravens badly last year they they lost to pat mahomes and the, and the chiefs last year down the stretch and they got uh they lost week 17 to the ryan fitzpatrick and the dolphins like this was a bad team down the stretch last year and i think feel like people everybody's kind of collectively like okay yeah tom brady washed um and you know he's not going to do anything in the playoffs but at the same time they have enough weapons they have enough offense and they might have the second best path after the packers honestly uh i don't know if I, I guess your best well, bet in the NFC. Home field may not matter as much. No, know? it's not going to matter it, much. We, we know it no. doesn't matter as much. That's there right. are some places you don't want to go to Green Bay on a on a terrible, cold, windy weather day. Absolutely you don't true. really want to, you know, you don't want to go up to a certain cold weather cities. Obviously, Denver's out of the equation right now with playoffs hosting. But I mean, there's a few places you don't want to go because of the elements. Sure. It's the same time, the other team still has to play in those elements as well. It's not like you know, it's not like the whole team is from an equatorial country and they've never seen snow before. It's, you know, t Tom Brady has played in some snow. That's he, true. You know, so I, yeah. I don't worry too much about that sort of thing. So, you know, maybe home field advantage in the playoffs is about as overrated as Tom Brady has been through his career. So, right. So the best, I'm, I'm the best, not place so worried be, about some of these paths. best place to be in the NFC is to have a bye. The second best place to be might be having the Playing five. Washington. Yeah, yeah, playing Washington or Philly or Dallas or New York, even who the hell knows? Uh, probably not New York. Hopefully not New York. I really don't want New York. God, that would be funny. Um, let's. Uh, I have no. Yeah, no, no bet on here. this. I, I would lean. Yeah, I'd lean towards like a Tampa. I mean, what are we looking at? You're looking at uh, 25, 27. Oh my God, their team total is going to be astronomical. Slow start. I don't know. Maybe bet some Tampa, but I, uh, yeah, I'll probably be cleaning. I'll, I'll be playing the goose game at this point still. <laughs> So, all right, let's oh. move on. Let's move on. Uh, I will set this one up. Three Saturday games. 
San Francisco, Francisco heads to the desert. Ironically, the desert has been their home away from home for much of the month of December. Uh, so this is sort of a weird home and home. I'm coming home. Yeah, but let's let's stick on this home theme for a second because San Francisco has elected to give their players the opportunity to go home home to the Bay Area to spend Christmas yeah. with their families. It is such a nice gesture. Really... You know, really a nice gesture for San Francisco, letting all those players head back to the Bay to be with their families for Christmas. The only problem is... Still punting on the season. Yeah, the only problem is the game is the day after Christmas, which means you're effectively conceding any opportunity to prepare for this game. And if we know anything about San Francisco, they perform their best when they have long extended times to prepare for a team. They taught us that last year. And I think this particular waving the white flag in terms of preparation for this game is not a good sign. Uh, on top of that, the quarterback questions swirl. Jimmy G will not be out there. Um, Nick Mullins so will not be like out like there. B, yeah, it's looking like B-hard or I really, B-hard really, or, I really, 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 really doubt they actually play Josh Rosen. He for sure even eligible. I don't know how that works. Like, I think he's depth because they, they lost so many quarterbacks and they need someone on the on the roster, maybe. It bent so, the rules for them? Uh, I'm not sure. They did it before. They let him practice out in, like, Williamsburg or wherever. So uh, I'm not okay. sure if he's even eligible to dress. So I, d- I doubt he plays. Chase there Edmonds was- didn't practice today. That's not great, but it, it's still yeah. – they have enough yeah. decent pieces there. Yeah, I, I like him. Like, he's he's important. To their offense, but they can make other things work, and they've kind of come around. They've come around a little as a team that is figuring out. I guess not figuring out their offense, but figuring out how to use Kyler to make their offense not just. There were so many drives early in the season where it's just like, man, they have some dynamic players, and somehow they're getting stuck in the mud and not moving. So I, I feel like they've gotten a little better of late. I mean, they still have a lot of work to do, and I'm not sold on Cliff, but. Yeah, this number is getting moved one direction for a reason. And in my opinion, it hasn't moved far enough. Whether it's Beat Hard, Rosen, the ghost of Nick Mullins, the ghost of Jimmy G, it doesn't matter. Tim Rattay. This is a bad number. It should Jim be seven. Miller. It closes seven. I think once people kind of synthesize what's going on here with the um, you know, with the preparation week being disrupted for San Francisco, this is going to continue to move. Uh, I got in early at four. I'm happy with my play. I think this closes again, like in the ballpark of seven. I don't think San Francisco's defense. I mean, San Francisco lost a bunch more pieces last week. Mostert's not going to be out there. There was a whiff of a of a George Kittle sighting, and if this was like CJ Beathard who plays a little gunslingery, and George Kittle was out there, I might be a little like, eh, eh. but uh, I don't think. I don't think we're going to see Kittle. I don't think we're going to see Mostert. I don't think any of the talented players that started the season on the San Francisco roster are going to be out there, which is a problem because guess what happened? When you had a fully healthy San Francisco squad week one at home, this team beat you. (laughs) And they, they have only gotten better and you have only gotten worse. And I don't totally get why, uh, you know, why I don't really get why San Francisco would want to win. 
honestly. Like, let's say that their little vacation going home, being with their families, like inspires this guy, these guys to play a, a hard. Like, uh, you know, you're kind of better off as a team and a franchise going forward if you have as good a draft pick as possible this year. Um, yeah. I think you can, re- you, you can, yeah, retool on really, why they, you know, we're talking about some of these, some of these lower level teams or, you know, teams that are out of the playoffs. It's like, well, yeah. You know, Jacksonville, their roster sucks ass or, you know, sure. somebody, you know, the, the Giants shouldn't be in a playoff hunt. They're in a playoff hunt by the, the serendipity of all the injuries to the Eagles and Cowboys and the fact that their their entire division just got weird. Like these teams don't have good rosters. The Niners have a very good roster. They have a yeah. shitload of good defensive pieces and they have Kittle. They have Debo. They have Mostert. They have Jimmy G coming back. Like if you can have a team like this a legitimate playoff contender if you're healthy next year with like a top 10 pick that's yeah that's solid so in so, addition yeah. to the players we know are out jimmy ward did not practice richard sherman not did not practice debo not samuel did not practice not raheem moster did not practice javon kinlock did not practice like uh, literally as a who's who I of your kinlock. most talented players did not practice and it's going to be a mash unit out there i think i think um arizona continues their march to that seven seed here and honestly they need this win and they need it bad because Uh, you know from a gambling standpoint whatever it's maybe there's teams we'd rather see to fade but as far as an entertainment standpoint boy would i rather have arizona in the playoffs over like minnesota or chicago yes Oh Oh my god! I don't want any more NFC North teams in. So no, yeah, I agree with the move. I might have tickled it a little once you and Suma bet it. Um, kind of talked me into it. So yeah, it's it's a good play. All right, nice. Um, god damn, there was one more point I was gonna make and it's escaping me. Son of a bitch. Well, uh, maybe it'll come to me later. (laughs) Let's move on to the nightcap. Night cheese. Miami at Las Vegas. We got a road favorite here. Miami's heading out to the out to Sin City. They're laying three total at forty seven and a half. Do you want do you want to frame this one? We bet the over on Sunday. 46 and a half, 46, somewhere in there. Felt low. Hasn't moved as much as I thought. Derek Carr practiced today. What the fuck That's was a surprise. that? Yeah. Very surprised, honestly. I I don't I don't think that bothers me as an over ticket holder at all. Like it, it's probably if you know if that the way he pulled up lame just looked worse than it was, and he can play and he's you know fully functional. He's likely a better quarterback. And then also for this you know stun stungy, that stingy plus Tony Dungy stungy <laughs> Miami defense, like having to not know who you're facing with uh, in the quarterback, that's not helping. So no, I like that part no. of the over. Um, but at the same time, the Miami steam makes sense with uh, where the Raiders are headed and where Miami could possibly be headed. Uh, if the AFC to playoff picture is a disaster. Um, what are we, fo- what are we seeing on their receivers um, coming back? I, I'm, I'm torn on this. This is a totally speculative, you know, totally speculative yeah, conversation. Gaskins is back. Like that's Gaskin, but yeah, I don't think that that's huge either way, one way or the other. Um, I'm more interested in what's going on because remember they got real you know, Raiders got Rob Marinelli in there. He fixed the run defense. He oh, fixed that. Yeah. yeah so G- um, Gusecki, Grant, and Parker all were limited 
in two those seasons. are the guys those are the guys that matter those three this names are the ones you need to continue to check over and over and over again on this one um if all three and, of them play three might be cheap here it's a bad 100 percent Oh yeah, actually, let me ask. Let me spin. Okay, because we're already locked in on this. Everyone listening already heard our handicap on Sunday. Not much of my opinion has changed here. I still think the over is the play. I think honestly, I think Las Vegas is going to be able to score. Um, you know, you can run on on Miami. They, they, Miami can be run on, and you have a one of the best offensive lines in football. You have Jacobs. Uh, you know, he can he can get after it. They they're going to break some big plays. They're going to hit some home runs. They have speed uh, in the secondary, which is going to. Um, you know, speed in the wide receiver position, which will test the secondary. So I think Vegas will, they'll, they'll get theirs here. It's just really a question of, is this the get right spot for Miami and Tua? Do they finally flex a little? Do they get into the thirties? And I think they can. Um, the key question I guess I have for you is if it's Carr or Mariota, does that change your opinion one way or the other on laying the points with Miami? I don't want to let what happened in that last game affect me because we, you know, we saw what, Mariota really was like they he surprised in an art Smith system. Yeah. Not in a John Gruden system. Not a John Gruden system. Like he 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 was a little uh footloose and fancy free at times and he dropped a nice dime down the sideline. He's not a bad quarterback. I don't think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think it's been all scheme, really. Like they've you know, they they've just schemed so he can't be a check down guy. They've got some speed. Um, what's the you know, I, I think, you know, if you, if you get, if you get all those receivers back for Miami and even just like two, two out of the three important play and like Gaskins, yeah, that's helped. That's good, whatever. But if you get those three guys and you get, I mean, what, what's the rug situation? I'm not getting any updates on that. Is he still COVID list? That's what I think. I think he's going to be back. I think he plays, but like he's kind of. I think he's on the COVID list right now. So, yeah, that's. Uh, if it's Mariota, I don't feel as good about uh, the total, but I feel better about Miami. Okay, I think it's a it's an interim head coach or an interim defensive coordinator adjusting on the fly compared to the Miami defense, and even if they do have to prepare for two different quarterbacks, it's still a step up. So, that's where I stand. I dig that. I dig that. That's good. That sounds good to me. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's just get a comfortable amount of points on that night in that nightcap and, uh, yep. and call it a Saturday, shall we? I think so. Okay. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. You yes. see what's up first on Sunday? I just moved all the banners by accident. So is it? <laughs> oh, did you? It was. It's Cleveland versus the New York yep, Football Jets. I screwed up. Um, so. Last week, I was teasing the idea of backing the Jets in this spot at the right price. Yeah, they kind of screwed that, that up for us. Yeah, in that mindset, it was basically they get their doors blown off by the Rams. Cleveland is coming off of two very high-profile games, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. Now they got to go and play a day game on Sunday against an 0-15 team. 0 and 14, whatever they would be. All that got thrown out the window. And it's gotten worse for the Jets, actually. Uh, not only is this now a they can breathe a little and they can refocus their redouble their efforts on losing. Um, they lose Quinn and Williams, who's one of the only yeah. talented players on this team. He's on the NG's on the IR. 
Is that to you a sign that they are waving the white flag on the season and yeah, they, they, got their, they got their to lose these last two games? Yeah, I, I think they lose, but boy, it's a uh, again like not playing hard, not playing to win, not coaching to win, just you know going through the motions the last two weeks does not equate to not covering. It's still and it still might be cheap. Like this is, I make this over ten. So oh yeah, I'm, easily. I'm not I'm not a guy who I had visions of sugar plums dancing in my head that I was going to get 14 points here. Yeah, it was with an and Owen, was with an Owen fit 14 team that was desperate not to go winless, but that's not what we got. <laughs> um, I still don't want anything to do with Cleveland. Cleveland has oh, God, no. Pittsburgh on deck. They're coming off of two primetime games, and they have Pittsburgh on deck that could potentially be for the division. This is like the I, I mean, if you look up it, sandwich game, it is game, a low spot, sandwich spot, whatever. If you, you look, say, if yeah. you look up sandwich game in the uh, amateur handicapping dictionary, it would have a picture of this four-game stretch for the Cleveland Browns, and it would highlight the Jets game is the sandwich spot. It is the shit sandwich in the middle of what is otherwise a good final, you know, good good uh, way to round out their season. Um, I guess. Are you buying the? Uh, I don't have any opinion on this game. I'm not going to bet it. I guess if you have Cleveland available in Survivor, this is a, an auto fire uh, on Cleveland. Um, do you have an opinion on the way Baker Mayfield has played down the stretch? Uh, do you think that um, you know once they get Wyatt Teller back and you know they have kind of a fully healthy offense, do you think that they have any potential in the playoffs? See, you know, matchup depending, or do you think that he's going to kind of fall prey to the? playoff debutante blues in round one yeah i mean i want to go that way and especially after some good performances against bad defenses but then you go to the baltimore game and he really lit up a pretty good defense at times so maybe him and stefanski as a squad are turning a corner i'm not uh i'm not super excited to back a playoff debutante especially with so much riding on him, like the whole city. It's been so long since they've been good. So long since the playoffs, like so long since a winning record. It feels like, it feels like, uh, and, you know, I get it. He wasn't there the whole time. And obviously Stavansky wasn't, but it feels like just getting into the playoffs feels like you made it over the hump. And it, even if you lost, nobody would even be mad. So I'm, I, I'm not super excited to back him in the playoffs. And I think maybe the price will be a little inflated, especially if he plays well here. And if they beat the Steelers, they just win out. The price might be inflated. Like the Browns might be a play against, which is tough because he's he's looked good. The defense still sucks, though. It um, very much sucks. This is the is the over the right play here if you're gonna if you're forced to make a to fire on this game. Probably. Yeah, just how bad. I mean, how bad the Cleveland defense has been. I mean, just look at what Tennessee did with them once they got up in garbage time. Like, the garbage time defense can just be absolutely gashed, and they should get theirs, especially Quinnen. Quinnen out is a big deal. You know, can I put you on? Uh, that's their player. Can I, can I put you on record? Um, what do yeah, you think the Jets? Recording. What do you think? What do you, Now that the Jets have conceded Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars, what should they do? I mean, they've, 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 They've mucked this up so badly. Trade down um, and get kept... Wilson. Okay. I'd you figure think? out where he's going and get get the BYU kid. 
you okay now now trading down and taking your quarterback is one of the most dangerous things of all time it's the jets though that's that's their mo <laughs> and but but you think that they'll basically be like well we have donald as a backup i guess like i would think you could maybe not even have to trade down they have other picks i would think wilson's like late you trade up back into the first round and get him maybe take a I got bad news for you, buddy. There's a lot of draft people who are throwing comps out to Pat Mahomes with Zach Wilson. In fact, our good friend Fabian Suma uh, busted out on the Matchbook Pod today. I do love him, but I I still don't. I still think you can. Mormon Mahomes. Mormon Mormon Mahomes. Mahomes. That is going to catch steam. That is going to catch some steam. He's so fun to watch this year. His arm is stupid good. He can throw it everywhere. He can hit any any point on the field. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah, I don't know what to do if I was him. I would take it. I'd take an offensive lineman, and then I would see wow. who I can get. It. Wow. You can't. You can't turn a roster around like this with a quarterback. There's too many other pieces. Either it sounds like trade. you want. It sounds like you want one more year at Sam Darnold. I mean, you'd get another good draft pick. Let the new coach tank one more year. Have a have a growth year. And get another high draft pick, see how Darnold does. And if not, then you take whatever quarterback's next up. So basically you're thinking this ta- this team is so talent efficient. Yeah. It's you can't fix this with a quarterback. You need you need multiple defenders. You need help on the offensive line still. Man. Probably another, probably a tight end. Uh you need to replace Frank Gore. I want to push so, back right. on a lot of this. I want to. I want to push back. I feel like you don't have the right vision here, but I also. I. I don't have the right vision. I don't have the answers. So I, I just. Really I don't know. What, I don't know what to if what you'd want to do. Like this is not, you know, the Cincinnati fixing it. Blake Burrow will be a long term answer. Herbert probably is a long term answer. I don't know which ones are the long term answer because I'm terrible at that. So I'm always fine just taking a tackle and saying we have a good line now. So you want uh, Penny, talk- you want Penny Sewell and Mackay Becton. Yeah. generational offensive for, line in, in for a fucking right decade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I've heard of crazier things. Um, let's move on down the card to Cincy. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything on this one. Why is Talk this off the board? board? Why? You tell me. Uh, Maybe somebody in the chat can help me, but it is down on bookmakers down everywhere right now. The fuck? I'm not um, sure. I'm not even. I'm not getting the like the news to to tell me what's going on here. I don't know the fact that they made some really questionable coaching decisions as far as you know who well, they Zach were. Zach Taylor's awful. No, I'm I'm saying Houston. They they oh, interviewed Houston. they interviewed oh, yeah. uh, some some funny coaches. Well, just they interviewed some coaches actually, before they hired I don't a GM, mind which is insanity. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the I don't know what the deal is there. That whole that whole structure, top to bottom, is a disaster right now. There, it, there is that's a, a rudderless ship. Uh, Bill O'Brien, well and truly, fucked all every that whole organization, top to bottom. Um, I don't know why this is off the board. I'm assuming Watson goes. I'm assuming Finley goes. Finley I'm obviously I'm not earned the start. Any news on the quarterback? Watson so. was Watson didn't get injured in that indie game that I saw. Um, he's we'll developing a little bit. Chemistry with uh, he's got a little chemistry going with his guys. Um, my guess is, yeah, the line was eight and a half, 46, um, not too long ago. Uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming we're still around there. Like, 
yeah, Houston is a bad team, but they obviously have the massive upgrade at quarterback compared to Finley and Cincinnati's defense can be beat. I'm not laying points with a, a dead in the water team without a coach this late in the year. I want no part of this one. There's way better games to bet on than this one. Cincinnati, just stay healthy. Don't get anyone else hurt because you have a chance to turn your franchise back around again eventually here. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't know what the future of that franchise really looks like, though, to be honest. The Zach oh, Taylor. Some bad, bad ownership, bad, bad coach. Bad ownership. Yeah. The ownership is not great. That, that I don't know what, I don't know what happens. Um, okay. Well, let's move. That was an easy one. Uh, let's yeah, move was, down. That was easy. If you got to make a pick them in that for your pick them pool, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have nothing yeah, well, to help you. Yeah. I have no help for you. Um, Indy Pitt is an interesting handicap. I did not make a play on this game. And I feel like a chicken. I feel like a I chicken. Like, I feel like a chicken too. It feels like an awful cheap price. I for... feel like a chicken. Um, so setting this one up, Pittsburgh, I think anyone with eyeballs and a football acumen recognizes what is happening there. Um, they are at the whims of their quarterback play, which has been poor. They have the, had the a decision lot of my bad last week on this team. Yeah, go ahead. Ridiculous. The, the just yeah, like you said, the, the decision making by Ben last week, that was the game. I mean, he he had guys who were in triple coverage he'd throw to. He almost threw like six other interceptions. He was throwing into weird coverages, and he's better than that. It made no like nothing was making any sense. I just that game was unwatchable from a what the fuck are you doing standpoint? So yes, if he plays like that against a better defense and again, not only a better defense, but they're facing a better offense and uh, not only that, but a decent offensive line and yeah, they've had their injuries, but you've, you've lost a lot of pieces up the middle. This is an indie team that doesn't hate running the ball. They don't hate running the ball up the middle on your ass. And they, I mean, we, they showed that was a, a weakness against them last week. This could just be keep the ball away from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh only gets like eight drives. And if Ben screws it up on third down six times, there's no chance they win this game. So price-wise, though, can we agree that this is a bad price? I I don't know how to adjust the, the prices. Like, I still have Pittsburgh favorite. Yeah. Because I didn't same. make an adjustment. Yeah, it's it's it feels like a Pittsburgh should be favored. My numbers say Pittsburgh should be favored, but if you made me bet this game, I would take the Colts money line. <laughs> wow, really? It's just I don't how do they fix it? They've been saying it for four weeks. Like, oh, we know what we're gonna do now. We have to we definitely have to come out and fix these things. Like it it, it starts with the guy who literally touches the ball on every offensive play, not get it doesn't matter how many good wide receivers you have, and if you have a great tight end, if he's throwing it to the wrong person on every play. And they cannot get the run game going. So I, I, it's a full stay away game for me. The problem I, is I that Indianapolis like, yeah. has one of those guys too. Yeah, he's a little YOLO, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a little bolo YOLO. Um, <laughs> Philip Rivers. Philip <laughs> Rivers. I, I like you, I did right when I was taking a drink. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers uh, barely eked out wins over the Houston Texans two of the last three weeks. Yeah. He played the Raiders also. And in fact, uh, our good friend Rob Pizzola, uh, also on the Matchbook Pod today, he reeled off the defenses that Indianapolis has played this year. Good God almighty. Yeah, It has been a who's who 
of horrific, poor, poorly coordinated, terrible talent defenses, top to bottom. They have played no one except for the Ravens, and the Ravens completely stunted them. Uh, this is a an opportunity, I think, for Pittsburgh's defense to take the game into their hands and to legitimately, um, you know, step up and uh, you know stop this team in its tracks and hope that Ben Roethlisberger can put together a couple of drives, get to say sixteen points. I feel like that's all Pittsburgh really needs to get to to win this game. Um, I think if they can execute special teams, if they can come up with a key turnover, if they can put a lid on the indie running game, then Pittsburgh's live in this one. Uh, we saw a market adjustment to the tune of like six points on Pittsburgh before they played Buffalo. That made some sense to me. Uh, not enough to not, you know, to avoid pay- playing Pittsburgh <laughs> in that spot and losing. Um, but then this one is the same story. Three more points. This was a look ahead of like minus two and a half, right? And it's flipped and it was plus two and a half on the open. So that's another five point swing. This is Those are two very violent downgrades in a very short amount of time for this Pittsburgh team overall. And if you're kind of following markets closely, you know how inelastic they are in general. Um, this has got to be a bad price in my opinion. I, there has to be value on Pittsburgh. Uh, the question is, do you believe they have the matchup advantages to do anything offensively? Uh, Buckner was a little banged up this week. He hasn't been getting in a good amount of practice. If the you know if they can keep Ben upright, not really face much pressure. Um, I don't see why he can't you know pick apart the short passing game will work. There's room yeah. to pass against Indianapolis in the short intermediate game. It's just up to Darius Leonard to make every single tackle. Um, I don't know that there's going to be. Yeah, they could. They could lose the game. Like Indy could lose, and Leonard could have like twenty three tackles. Yes. The, yeah. the way that yes. offense works, like the the ball carrier will be running directly at him, whether it's a slant, a screen, a run, a bubble screen, like everything funnels right towards Darius Leonard. Like you might you might see him in every play if if that's how the offense is going to work. The deep shots for Ben were bad. Hopefully they see that and they just say we're not doing that this week, guys. Like let's. Let's not let's not waste a down on this deep shot unless somebody is. And if the guy is beating, if he's behind the safety, you have to throw the ball two seconds earlier. Otherwise, it's going to be short, and the safety is going to get his hands on it because you don't have the arm anymore. So I agree with you, Pittsburgh or nothing. I might add Pittsburgh. This this feels awful. It feels awful to back them, but I make them like a two and a half point favorite. Here's the thing. I think I already have some Pittsburgh. And I do. Is, That's why it's not. Called, it's ca- yeah. You have them too. I have them to win yeah, the division. Yeah, so I need too. this game. That's why I'm not betting. You have <laughs> you, need you have this the, game. Yeah. You have the Ravens to make the playoffs I, and win I, the AFC. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. essentially, we, we yeah. Let exactly. we're moving on. We've already bet this game. <laughs> we've we need already bet this game. In, we're on to Jacksonville. Not by playing the game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll be wearing my Pittsburgh Steelers jersey on Sunday. Okay, Let's we'll go. Be drinking some Yanglings. Here we go. Um. Let's move down to a game again that I have legitimately no interest in. Uh, the mighty rivalry between the Chicago Bears and the Jacksonville Jaguars. When these teams get together, throw out the records. It is, <laughs> this yes. is a forgettable game. In fact, you know what? Almost, I think almost all of the AFC South, NFC South clashes have been totally forgettable. I don't. You know I, what this, I, this game is. This game will solidify something. Yeah, excuse though. me. And it, all, excuse me. All of the NFC North, AFC South clashes have been totally forgettable. 
Um, I can't remember one that I was like, ooh, that was a good game. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting something. By all means, if I'm forgetting, let me know. This is um, an important game, though, for sure, because oh yeah, this is where Trubisky looks good against one more really bad defense. He puts up a decent game against a horrible team. You look at his stats at the end of the year. You look at how many games he won, and you extend him. And the groundhog has come out for six more years of bad Chicago Bears. Wow. That's what happens. Yeah. Like the, the the three few the three last games he's played, it's like, oh man, Trubisky is going to play like three really bad defenses in a row. He's going to win two out of the three, maybe all three, and they're going to have to extend him because that's the sentiment, and it's it's not good. Can you imagine Pace, Nagy, Trubisky running it back? Let's run it back, boys. <laughs> Let's do this again. My God, oh, yeah, my that's God. not good. So. And and I mean, oh this God. is true. Yeah, Bears fans will riot if he gets an extension. But I mean, I've seen dumber things from dumber they, teams. They're already talking themselves into this. Yes, well, it's, it, <laughs> it is happen. happening in real time. Don't kid yourself. Uh, so <laughs> if I had to bet this, it would be it would be Jacksonville. But I can't bring myself to put money on that. Just numbers play. I can't go like, get across the seven. Um, I don't know who's starting. It's probably Glennon. I don't think Minshew's back here again. So if it's Glennon, I might be looking at Jacksonville live if he's playing halfway decent. Um, but yeah, not an exciting game to talk about. <laughs> Although our next two are off the board. That's okay. Um, I don't really have any angles on Carolina. I mean, see Chicago, Jacksonville either. Although Chicago, I, I mean, I guess my only angle is I desperately don't want, don't want Chicago in the playoffs, and it looks like that is going to come down to them against Green Bay Week 17, which is crazy. Um, but luckily, Green Bay will be playing for something because I think there still will be positioning for the for the seating. Okay, that's good news. Um, the Carolina Panthers uh, go against regional rival Washington football team. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Reaching there, I like it. I, I, well, I don't know if you know this, but um, North Carolina and South Carolina—that was—that was our word country for a long time. And in fact, at NFL, we should expand. We got a lot of people here; they love football. We should expand. And the R word franchise said, "Oh no, that's our word country." You are not putting a team there. It took a long time to the, get a Carolina franchise effectively. And then when they finally put the Panthers in Charlotte, um, there was tension there. There's a lot of people who are like, not my team. I ride for Washington. I've been a Washington fan since they won the Super Bowl. K- back in Kerry the day. Collins? More like Kerry. I can't think of anything. But yeah, I remember when yeah. that was exciting. Those were my first expansion teams, Jacksonville and Carolina. You know, when I... Yeah. I, it was exciting. Like, I, cause that was the thing. I was just starting to get into football, you know, yeah. years before that. I used to drive me nuts when my dad would watch football instead of playing with me. I was like, Dad, let's go play outside. And then football's yeah. on. The I sky hated blue it. And silver, I got into steel it. and gold, the cat wow. logos. It was, uh, oh, it was, it was the a Jaguar that was literally the Jaguar from the car company that they had to yes, get rid of. That's great. But that's I remember, great. I remember just having my mind blown because it was before the days of the internet, really. And like, you know, news was different back then. But when I first heard about that, I can remember like, you can just add teams. Like, how is that a thing? So oh, that was, that yeah. was awesome. So to add more fuel to this storied rivalry, Ron Rivera 
gets let go by the Carolina football team. New regime comes into town, buys the franchise, coaching now? severs ties with Ron Rivera. Ron oh, Rivera God. drives up I-95. Well, he goes up 85 to 95 to Washington, D.C. Is that the fastest way? I mean, you'd have more tolls that way. I-85? No, you got to go You got to go I-85 to 95. That's the only way okay, to get okay. from Charlotte to D.C. if you're in a car. Um, you, you can't take a boat either. You got to you gotta either go car or plane. I guess maybe helicopter would work, but it would be a long helicopter ride. Take a plane, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, You get up to Washington. He interviews. He takes over a franchise that is struggling through sexual harassment uh, and racist stuff and all kinds of terrible PR left and right. He takes over the reins. He starts to write the ship. He instills a culture that, uh, you know, really uh, sets the tone for solid play overall this year and has them leading the NFC East, surprisingly, in the hunt for a playoff spot. They lead the East and they perform relatively surprisingly well against the Seattle Seahawks last week uh, on even though they're without their. Um, you know, their more stable option at quarterback, Alex Smith, he's been ruled out for the game against Seattle because of a calf. So it's like, oh, my God, this is the Dwayne Haskins show. Uh, let's see what he's got. They throw the ball. 50 of Dwayne Haskins. They throw the ball 55 times. Haskins has them inside Seattle territory, down five with a chance to win the game. Takes two horrific sacks on third and fourth down. Seattle gets the ball back. Game over. They win by five. Number man. Weird performance yeah, by again, Seattle. The, books, in the book, there was a middling that happened. There was a middling. Where, there was a middling. Seattle won. Late Washington won. I know somebody. You know, and you know, you know what? Seven. You know who might have? You know who might have had a middle? Dwayne Haskins, because baby, he <laughs> went out and celebrated. He went to go blow off some steam, and wouldn't you know it? In the day of so a day and age of social media, it was caught. It was shared. And we get a whole week. We get a whole week of talking about professional athletes and their personal lives and how, um, you know, how they are exposing their coworkers and coaches to potential coronavirus via uh, not covering their faces and in attending strip clubs. The worst part about this whole thing is <laughs> the, the absolute virtue signaling they're doing by announcing, uh, you know, the punishment is we're taking away his captaincy. Like that's yeah, it. I mean, it might mean something to him, but that's just a cop out. Like, if you're not benching him, you're yeah, you're just you're like, well, we still want to play. Like, we still want to win this division. Uh, this this number was up at certain places. It might still be. It's close. Like, it's it's a short home favorite. Like these these teams should be pretty closely lined. I don't have an opinion. Either team could win this game. Like Washington, legitimately, is kind of bad outside of their front seven. If Carolina can find their way around them, they might win big. Like they have some nice receivers. And if Washington can get pressure and make things happen on the offense, and I know Gibson's been hurt. I know that, uh, you know, the quarterback situation's in flux. But if they can get pressure and keep the Carolina offense under control, they can eliminate the Cowboys and essentially put themselves in a, you know, complete locks uh, right in the uh, ass in the jackpot. Or is it the opposite of ass in the jackpot? Jack and it's, the uh, Jack and the Aspot. Like in a great position to win the thing. So yeah, and how is Caskins a captain? That that part it's that always weird. When, when you see the coin that toss, the real mystery. Like, what's going on, on on here? So no opinion on this one. Um I wouldn't even tease this. If it's if I it's guess like here's the question. Half, let's let's right. let's assume that the captaincy BS is 
all smokescreen because they're like, we don't have a choice. We got to play him. Yeah, we got what's your next quarterback? <laughs> we don't have a choice. He's going out there. Uh, so, but we can't do nothing. Uh, obviously, this was. Oh, that's exactly what this run. is. Yeah. So let's assume that Haskins goes, right? And let's assume that none of this happened this week. Do you make much of the fact that his performance last week was very much league average? Like the Haskins we had seen in his career prior to that Seattle game was uh, one, two standard deviations below league average. He was literally like the first percentile quarterback over the last handful of years, the way he had played before last week's game. Last week, he goes a little better than league average in completion percentage over expectation, almost square on league average in EPA per play, positive number EPA per play for uh, for Haskins. Um, would your opinion... Uh, and actually, among my grades, he was the 22nd best quarterback in week 15. The, yeah, like, he, is he that, was like, like, is, like, is the fact that he has the wristband with the plays on it, is that enough to get something effective out of him in a game against Carolina? Carolina right now in the four, four hole in the draft. They would draft fourth if the draft were today. And they covered. They fought hard against Green Bay, they, they, but they really were never in that game. Um, they're not a great team. Their defense stinks. Like, is is I guess if this was on the board, would you be making a case here for either Carolina or Washington football team to be a clear side? No, like this is not a game I want to play. And to be fair to has like Seattle went into garbage time mode way too early with not that big of a I mean it was 20 to 3, I think. Classic Seattle. Like yeah, that is classic Seattle. They made Haskins look a lot better than he really is. Okay. He, he's not that. I mean, he, he threw 55 times. Like the, they were constantly in that game script. If I get, it's not a good secondary in either Seattle or really Carolina. So I guess maybe you could have success again. But yeah, this is not a game I want to touch either way. Okay. Okay. Neither, neither team is good. At, at the, at you say like, oh, Washington is, they can lock up their division. They can do all this. They're still six and eight. They're a bad team with a backup quarterback and multiple injuries on the, their skill position players in the offense. No chance I'm backing them, nor a Carolina team on the road with, you know, nothing to play for and playing against a tough front seven. So not a game I love. Okay. All right. That's, uh, that's cool. Um, Chase Young, defensive rookie of the year. Let's move on. Um, yeah, New York Giants at the Baltimore Ravens, also off the board. Is this because we don't know if it's Colt McCoy or Danny Dimes? I believe that. Yeah, this one actually has a, a reason that makes sense. Although he did practice today, and by he, I mean Danny Dimes. The hamstrings coming along nicely. I guess I do think he plays. So million dollar question. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. A mobile, a, a less mobile Danny Dimes versus a Colt McCoy, like they're both minuses. Oh, I don't make, I don't make a big difference minus, for the minus, quarterback minus, for me. Minus. Okay. So, and Baltimore, I don't want to say like Baltimore's peaking because I think they have yet to peak. But man, they dropped a forty burger on a shit team last week. Yeah, Their yeah. offense. I mean, the, the fun game we had against the Browns, where it's like. You know, we know this defense can step up when they need to, but if this offense is coming around again, like, you know, obviously I don't have to get you excited about them. You're plenty excited. You know, this is your, this is your squad. It would be, yeah. and truthfully, not, not only for your, not only for your 
futures that you placed and got over leveraged in and are crazy underwater in Ravens right now. Because, <laughs> no, no, I got equity like bananas on these. Now. I know, but there's, there's multiple, there are multiple feasible paths for them to not even get in the playoffs, yes. which sucks. Yes, there are. And I'm, that's what I want to say. Not only for you and I, I'm, you know, I'm always rooting for you unless we're against each other. I want you to get those. I want you to see those tickets at least, you know, have a at shot to the again run. for yeah. us, the NFL, the NFL consumer, not having the Ravens in the playoffs and, and having like, you know, Miami or, you know, just whatever other team you want to put in there. I, honestly, I do think there's a path where Tennessee loses out and misses the playoffs. There's that's not completely. Under, there's a lot of, semi-feasible pass for a lot of teams to screw this up. So I'm cheering for Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, whatever you want to make this line. Well, I mean, what, please, what was this? Please, yeah, please, please win. Please win. Please win. Just please win. Yeah, I'm <laughs> seeing not. like there, there are some places that had like a 12. That's, that's probably right. I like the focus. I like the sharpness that they play, the intensity they played with last week. There were a lot of people who looked at that number last week and said, Jags is that number is too big. And they took the Jaguars. There were smart people who bet the Jaguars last week. And the Baltimore Ravens waltzed in there and laid down the hammer. And I like that. When you're going up against a team that you overmatched that much and you, you know, and you wail on them that badly, that is a that is a great sign. Um, I really hope they can repeat that level of effort against the Giants. Um, I think they win regardless, but I would like to see them win comfortably. I'd like to see them continue to build on their momentum here, come down the home stretch hot, and uh, and get, and win a playoff game. You know, punch your ticket to punch your ticket to Kansas City. Let's get a divisional yeah. round Kansas City Baltimore matchup. We all want it. One of these Don't times, fuck this up. Yeah, so, um, right. yeah. No, Baltimore, my biggest position. Cheering for them. My biggest position was Baltimore eighteen to one to win the AFC. That's down to nine to one right now at bookmaker it was as low as eight to one but it's going back up because everyone else keeps freaking winning and you're right i'm nervous that that's not even gonna get to the playoffs which would crush me because you know guess what we need a lamar jackson playoff win and we need it badly he's got to get one under his belt and you know this team is not getting any younger uh, around him and uh, i'd really like to see them do something this season so let's go yeah, i mean it's gone up their, their chances have gone up five percent just in that little from like five point something to, I mean, nine to one is 10%. So yes, they've dubbed the chances have doubled. So I'm excited for you. And let's talk about a game. We actually did bet and it didn't. Right. It didn't yeah. Happen. No. Uh, how do you want off this? Atlanta, no. at Kansas city. Atlanta is at Kansas city. Um, they are now 10 and a half point dogs when we did the sunday opener opener stream we took 11 and a half we thought this is going to move back to 10 ish part of my calculus at the time was casey might not have much to play for and that's kind of true but not as true as i wanted it to be no, <laughs> I, I thought I, I, don't know, I don't even know where i saw or read this but i read somewhere basically like somebody was like oh if new orleans beats minnesota on on christmas night then kansas city locks up the one seed and i was like oh and i thought about it i was like well how why does that matter and it was basically like strength, the, of strength of victory strength yeah. of victory yeah they've beaten a good a good team uh you know and and that you i would think that would be enough but no um they need to keep winning this is an important game to win 
And it's all of a sudden, I'm feeling like, wait a second. Uh, did I make this bet emotionally because I was mad at Kansas City last week, or is there an actual? Edge? I was a little worried about that because <laughs> I I made it based on numbers, and then also, okay. uh, yeah. Now you have Hilaire out with the silent H. Tyreek yeah, Tyreek did not practice today with a hamstring. Even if he plays, his game is speed. If his hamstring that is true, him, that's a really big problem for them. I'm not saying that Kansas City's on upset alert, but definitely. Staying within double digits for a team that can can hang. This is this is a team with a positive point differential. They can hang with some teams. Matt Ryan, he you know he played actually pretty well. He was thirty four of forty nine last week for three fifty six. They just hmm. didn't get it done in the second half against a tough defense. This is not a tough defense. Uh, Hitchens is on IR now. They lost the linebacker, so I I mean not much to say here. I'm happy with my number. I'm fine with eleven and a half. Anything on the other side of ten, I think is is too much still, and I'm I'm happy to take this because again, Kansas City, yeah, they'd like to win, but they haven't seemed to want to blow people out, and I guess maybe the market is lower on them than they. You know, a team that never covers, eventually that number starts to come down. Like, all right, this team's not covering. We need to lower the number. But with a team like Kansas City and the the excitement around them, I feel like you pay a premium on them. You pay a premium on them anyway. Yes, exactly. Keep slapping that premium on it. Why would you? Why wouldn't you? Yep. So I'm fine with this. Oh, this is one I couldn't make up my mind what I should put for the number. Cause it is, it is three like half. three, it's like 3.25. Like there's some, that's fair. There's, there's some spendy threes and some cheap three and a halves. And again, it's the chargers. And I said, I'm not betting any more chargers games this year because I like, I like to practice just self-help, not self-help, uh, self wellness, self care. That's the word I'm looking for this time of year. So getting in bed with the chargers, I mean, maybe something I don't need to do. Uh, although this is, you know, I, I make the number three-ish, a little over three. So I'm pretty much on market. That helps me stay off this. I did wonder if you had thoughts on this total. I think it's too low, but I didn't play it. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm sitting. Denver. Uh, Denver secondary is still just racked, and you've got a guy who is he's starting to click this year. He looks like yeah. he's, you know, Grown up Brendan Dassey and his haircut's terrible. He's a yeah. goofy bastard, but he's he is a surprise. This is why I don't evaluate quarterbacks out of college anymore. He can throw he's a playing well. He can, he can do a very decent Josh Allen impression. And we saw Josh Allen hang 49. Is he still scoring touchdowns against this team? Uh, that was one way action. And it was fun to watch. Uh, and Herbert could repeat that success for sure. Uh, it's controlled environment. Um, I mean, this one is funny because it's a rematch of a game that, like, Denver won in the most ridiculous fashion. Do you uh, do you remember this first game? Like, I think it yeah, was, it was, a, was it the double scoring. fade. It was, it was a slog. No, this one was in Denver. It was a slog. Oh, the Chargers, yeah, Denver Chargers scored twenty-one in the fourth quarter. Yes, I, 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 you'll have to excuse me. I'm. I'm it's really hard to keep track of all my Chargers. The different ways that they've yeah. found ways to lose. That's incredible. Yeah, and they, they, they almost they added a new one last week. They almost added a new one last week, which yeah, was a fumble into the end zone. Can you believe it? So they trucked. They absolutely trucked this team for three quarters. And then it was like, oh, my God, Denver's going to cover. And then it's like, oh, my God, Denver's going to win. 
this is bad. Like the, yeah. this is the, the Chargers with a better coach and a little more luck with uh, maybe some, you know, they did have some injuries that didn't help. Derwin is an important piece. But the Chargers with a good coach and injury luck are a playoff team. Like this is a playoff team. They have multiple weapons that are scary on offense. Eckler healthy is a big part of that. And Herbert gets it. Like this is this is a team to look for probably in next year's playoffs if things work out, hopefully with a different coach. Um, I mean, it'll be yet to be see what they do with that, but what a mess of a year between the doctors, you know, impaling people's lungs, Anthony Lynn's decision making, the fourth quarters they've had, again, Herbert's haircut. And there's just nothing has gone right this year. And here they are. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and they should be. This is the number I make it. Um, I'm going to watch this game and look to be live betting this total, but I'm not that excited about it. Yeah, that's fair. If if it's a slow start and we know Denver has garbage time points in them, uh, yes. then I think this is a good overlook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if it drops I'm below 45, and I, I feel like the Chargers maybe just That is a good buy point. Yep. Full – fully agree with that um let's keep cruising cruising on down the card uh and they're, they're, they're roommates to, this yeah. is their roommates the rams heading up to seattle pacific northwest um rams i guess uh that was the most disappointing game of the season for them losing to the Jets. um I mean, I can't think of their other 13 right now, but I'd say probably likely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't even so much like their de- like the Jets, the Jets were calling the good plays. Like the, yeah. that offense looked lively at times. Yeah. That was, that was something to look for this week when the Jets play again. Cause, you know, we can say they're in this low spot after they got their win and whatever, but man, that offense was lively against a decent defense. Now we get to see them against a defense that can give up chunks. So yeah, I don't know what to do. The jets make no sense to me now ever. So um, this is a team. They do play well against normally McVay is like Rams, five and two yeah. against Seattle. Yeah. You know I, why, you know why that is? Well, McVay. Well, yeah, but why specifically? It's because Pete Carroll hmm. runs a base defense. He does. He does run a really well. Not only that, your your vanilla base defense that you can attack with a bad quarterback, but also the fact that they do tend to run, and they like to run, especially now that Russ is all done cooking. That's been, I mean, we're eight weeks past his cooking prime. So, sure. if they're going to run into the teeth of this defense, they're going to get pressure on Russ, and just it's a bad matchup. And I make I make the Rams a couple points favorite, so I was forced to play a money line here. I got I found a plus one ten. We teased that I think, on Sunday, right? We were, yeah. we were, we were, we were, we were warm on that on Sunday. So hopefully, other yeah. people were thinking the same thing. I didn't play it, but I played the over. I got an over forty-seven here. It's forty-seven and a half now, so I feel like I'm moving in. That's moving in the right direction. This sets up as a classic, classic Rams Seahawks shootout. We've had a lot of these over the years where team with the ball last wins. I think this is exactly in that vein. Um, I know that the Rams defense is good. That's, that's, you know, that's not, it's inarguable. That's fact, not opinion. Um, it is or fact, but 
this Seattle team and Russell Wilson has had no problem going against relatively same squad in many, many previous occasions. The one exception being earlier this season in LA. And for whatever reason, the LA Rams defense plays incredibly well at home. Generally. Um, I would argue also in that game, Seattle was missing an offensive lineman for a majority of that uh, game. You, you know, I think it was you potty went out at some point and, um, Russell Wilson was under duress all game long. I think Floyd had three sacks in that one. That was a weird. No, that was the Floyd game. Yeah, where yeah, you know, uh, our guy Aaron didn't do it a whole lot. They just put two hats on him and then watched uh, Floyd wreck him. So that was. Uh, they do have they, they have multiple stars in that defense. Hopefully, they step it up. I need them to because I can't have this close game Seattle bullshit. I need, I need Rams all right. Yeah, and I guess the the key is um, the key is really Rams uh, are going to score, and the, the question then is, can Seattle answer? And that's why I played the over as opposed to playing the Rams because I think that it's a, this still is a little coin flippy. Who wins? I don't feel like the Rams can run away and hide. Um, I think Seattle's going to have chances. Uh, and Seattle's defense is wildly overrated, by the way, too. If you didn't know that, sorry to break. Oh, the, the, the talking points is you know they're just like Adams is you know, he found a home and he's playing so well, he, and he's excited because he's in a playoff spot now. And yeah, he's been good and he's got pressure. And Dunlap's a nice addition, but it's like yes, so you you take it. You had Dunlap and Adams, and the defense is better, but this baseline was beneath ten pieces of shit. Like it was yeah. so low. Yeah, like, they're the 20th yes, defense, best defense in the NFL. You have to look at it as from a relative standpoint. Yes, they've improved on defense, but this defense was truly and yeah. really horrible, and it was masked by the fact that Russ was absolutely torching defenses. Nuclear hot. Yeah. He was on pace for like 80 touchdowns. You know, yeah. like it's it's awful easy to forget how bad a defense is when your quarterback is playing at the highest level maybe ever for that yeah. stretch of games. Like he sure. was nuts. So yeah, it was a bad defense. It's it's not getting any better. No, uh, it, it, it has gotten better, but it's not getting to be but like it's plateaued. It's a, it's yeah. a, and 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 a lot of the perception, a lot of the market has cooked in a number here for the Seattle defense that's informed by the fact that their last four games were against Carson Wentz and the Eagles, Danny Dimes. Oh, sorry, excuse me, Colt McCoy and the Giants. Yep. <laughs> Sam Darnold and the Jets. And Dwayne Askins. <laughs> Those are the last four quarterbacks that the Seattle well, and, and, and to be fair, we, we we think highly of Ron Rivera. But again, look, now name those four coaches. So Rivera is the best out of the bunch because you have Gase, yeah. you have Joe Judge, and you have what was our Peter, other one? Peterson. Peterson. Peterson, who I I could not have a coach fall harder than him this year. And sure. last year, maybe too. So not only that, but a major upgrade in who you're facing off from a scheme standpoint. So, yeah. Yeah. Rams. Love it. Rams. Okay. Yeah, well, I like the points. This one I, last real, real quick. Last key point on this one. Um, we mentioned that it was week 10 ish that we saw the Rams and the Seahawks play in SoFi. Right. Yeah. Where the Rams are a dead nut under. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Do you recall week 10 what the total in that game was? 40 high 40s? It was 55 and a half. What? That total closed 55 and a half. You're telling me that what we've learned over these teams in the last five weeks 
amounts to an eight-point adjustment on the total? Well, I mean, that was just a bad total. I mean, who who in their right <laughs> mind was betting on Seattle to move the ball in that game? I bet on Seattle to win. I know that was me. Um, it's funny. I couldn't pull the, like you talked me off betting the Rams, which I was. I'm still holding against you, obviously, from Oopsie. that bar. Like, it's fine. Oops. Things happen. I, I, know. I still think if, if Iupati plays that full game, I still think Seattle has a chance to come back late. Because no, Seattle, uh, they had a couple of drives late where they had some just brutal turnovers. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it it's was a... Crab cakes and crab cakes and football. So, all right. Yeah. I like your overlook. I like Seattle too. Right. Maybe, maybe the Rams team total over is a good look here too. Okay. Put that, put that in the queue. Let's, uh, there's, I, there, there's, cause that's two. like, a, that's like combining our two bets the Rams to win and the yeah. over is Rams team total over. I think that might be it. Can, 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 can put that in the queue because I think there might be one other one or two other ones. I can three. see it. There's three other ones that we may want to talk about. And we we blew by one, which was um, Chargers team total over against that Denver secondary with the cluster yeah. injury. So it, put put that one in the drafts, put the Rams in the drafts. So charge the two LA teams in the drafts, and really either of these teams, Philadelphia yes. and Dallas. Yes, uh, I cannot understand why this isn't going up higher. I can't either. Uh, we bet this on Sunday at 49. Is that right? I yeah. saw forty-eight and a half this week. By the way, I double dipped. I have to. Admit, I, I have to admit, I did not get it. It came down. I double dipped at forty-eight and a half. So I'm. I'm in this twice now. Double dipped. Uh, at least it's gone back up to forty-nine and a half. That's a good sign. Um, but it never feels good to double dip and watch it keep going. Like, oh no. Oh, it didn't though. At least it reversed. Yeah, it no, reversed. I'm, I'm saying that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what hasn't reversed is the Philly momentum. Oh, somebody out there loves this Eagles team. Somebody out there is a hurt stand. Uh, somebody out there. And honestly, like, why bet Philly in this game when you could just back them to win the NFC East, right? Yes, that's the look. That, or split a stake if you like Philly that much, right? Split a yeah, stake. I don't mind a, a stake split. Because, I mean, if Washington football team wins, then you're kind of effed. But um, if they lose and Philly and they're, wins, they're in the close and week here? 17 – Philly Washington is for the division. Um, assuming, of course, that Baltimore takes care of business and eliminates the Gigantes. Um, the Gigantes. The uh, Philadelphia Dallas matchup is interesting from a couple angles. Here's how I frame it Jalen Hurts is a dynamic playmaker, much, much better uh, option for this offense and for the talent they have on this offense and the, and the limitations of this offensive line. He is so much better of an option for quarterback for the Eagles than Carson Wentz that it's almost in You can't really properly adjust Eagles offense up for the change. It's worth a lot. That's all. I, that's all I know. I can't tell you exactly how much, but it's worth a lot. Well, just, just on up. the lack yeah. of probable turnovers by Wentz. Like you get, it's like getting two extra drives just, because you don't just you based don't, on that. But the mobility yeah. factor and the ability to oh, elude yeah. the rush, which was such a huge problem, and took you that know, was that, that was part of the turnovers. It's not like yeah. he. I mean, he did throw a lot of picks too, but he'd get he'd sit too long, he'd sit still in the pocket, and he'd get just whacked and fumble every time. Yeah, fumble machine, absolutely true. Um, so it's it's an upgrade. I don't you know I don't think that's that's un, that's again fact not opinion. The um. The Dallas defense is trash. Fact, not opinion. They're missing some of their key players on top of everything. Uh, Philadelphia is going to move the ball. They're going to get theirs. The question about the over, again, kind of comes down to what is Dallas's offense going to do? 
I will admit I've been. What'd you say? What? What's that? Zeke looks looks like he's going to play. Oh, really? Yeah, that that's the cold water for this one. Damn. I know. With him out, somebody. I didn't see that. It's just today. Like he's trending that way. Hopefully, it's just yeah. I feel good, and then they, you know, the the Dallas Cowboys realize like. Uh, you know, maybe, and not only not only that. Here's a here's a point to be made. Uh, Washington, ah, they play at the same time. I thought Washington was an early game. I was gonna say if Washington wins, Dallas knows they're eliminated. So I, I guess maybe you can get some weirdness. Like if they're scoreboard watching, I don't think that's a real thing. I'm just trying to frame something where they would say, let's not risk Zeke's long term health for. Yeah, a, let's a do the Eagles a favor. That sounds like a real Dallas. Yeah, thing. God, <laughs> yeah if Zeke plays, I don't like this total as much. He's yeah, a, that's true. Hindrance. God, he's such a minus. Uh, I guess the thing I wanted to point out for Dallas's favor here is that the offensive line has played substantially better than in the immediate absence of Zach Martin. Um, and really, I think they match up fine against the Eagles team. Fletcher Cox, you see he's been banged up this week. He may not go. Um, the secondary is still an, e- an enormous problem for Philadelphia. People will point to, oh, Darius, Darius Slay is coming back. Um, need I remind you how Darius Slay performed against an elite wide receiver in, in DK Metcalf this season? <laughs> yeah, multiple multiple DPIs. And like, yeah. was that the one where he got the weird, you know, uh, unsportsmanlike penalty? And yes, and that was burned? pre-concussion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this was all pre-concussion. Um, or pre-second or third concussion. I've lost track at this point. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to cover Cooper, Gallup, uh, Lamb, whoever they put him on. I think this is this three-headed monster in the receiving core for for Dallas is going to be able to move the ball. Andy Dalton with time is fine. And I think I have to give a little bit of credit to the only credit I'm willing to concede to the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff this season. They've coached up these replacement level players on the offensive line. They're playing a lot better. The Baltimore game, they went up against a blitz-heavy unit, and they held their own. The Cincinnati game, uh, they went up against a unit that could generate pressure, as we saw on Monday night against the the Steelers. They held their own. Uh, Last week, going up against an exotic defense coordinated by future head coach Robert Sala, they held their own. Future Jets head coach. You think Sala's going to the Jets? Homecoming, That would be kind of... That would be sort of their move. The offensive guru gaze didn't work. Let's hire a defensive coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their move, and I think he's Ooh. from there. And it was five Ooh. to one. I might have put a few bucks on it. Oh, I thought that was Detroit. Oh yeah, no, the Detroit. That's the Detroit angle. He's from there. I still like him going to New York. Big, big lights, big city, New York. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. So Dallas uh, can score in this one, and. Uh, by the way, I did, I played this trick with uh, my matchbook friends this morning. Um, do you know who should get the lion's share of the credit for coaching up this offensive line? Can you name the uh, O-line coordinator for the mm. Cowboys? You don't know it either. Mm-mm. He's a former head coach. He coached for a team that Joe had an Philbin. offensive line head coach that got into the cocaine a little too hard. Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin. It's the in the chat. Line. I just read it from the oh, chat. Oh, okay. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Pat was watching the matchbook stream, so he knew the answer already. That was cheating bastards. What he is? Yeah. No, that's a 
and to your point, it's it is something you've seen. Like the defensive or the offensive line has been really rough, and it, it has improved. Like it was really rough, obviously, after every injury. All of a sudden, they had to create some new continuity with an yet another combination of that offensive line. And yeah, it, it has been better the past few weeks. Dallas is not dead for the playoffs, which is hilarious in my mind still that all these teams are still alive. I hope, I think there's a scenario where nobody could get eliminated. Maybe just the giants Our Philly is eliminated with a loss. Maybe I think Dallas, if, if Dallas and Carolina win, then Dallas, Washington and New York would need to win too. I don't know. It's, it's a weird scenario. I think if Dallas and Carolina win, it's like Washington and Dallas for the title, which would be funny. So I'm 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 fine with this over. If I had to play a side, my numbers say Dallas, but I wouldn't bet that with uh, I wouldn't bet that with Drew's money. Mm, okay, okay. Um, well, it's gonna be a fun game either way. Night game. Oh my goodness, man! What a matchup. Derek Henry a team that can't stop the run. Absolutely Aaron, going to Aaron. get shredded on the ground. Aaron Rodgers against the team. Aaron Rodgers against the team that doesn't feel a defense. <laughs> this is gonna be it's gonna be a fun one, right? Ping pong match. It should be this total. Um, this total was fifty seven, I believe, on Sunday, and I don't blame them for putting that total up. Uh, betting it down feels dangerous. Sure does. See what Tennessee can do, and Tennessee sure can do. And even even if uh, let's say Green Bay imposes their will as a favorite, a home favorite against a bad defense. Tennessee in garbage time. Tennessee is not in a position to, you know, just lollygag and concede the game late if they're down multiple scores. Lollygag. There's a lot of there's a lot. You know what that makes you? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. Um, lollygag in the first base. Uh, but they, you know, they're not in a position to just, you know, let it let it go. You know, that this this will be a garbage time, especially if Green Bay gets up big, this this lands in like the 70s, right? Mm. Tennessee will just keep doing what they do against a, a team that can't stop the run. Like it'll be one of those where, uh, you know, they're, oh, they're running the ball a lot, but you're not seeing a ton of time come off the clock because they're 15 yard gashes, and and all of a sudden, oh, they're in the red zone, and boom, oh, AJ Brown just scored. Oh, oh my God, Green Bay has the ball back again, and oh my God, they're at the 50 already. So we'll see what the weather brings, but yeah, this could be a. Maybe don't bet over 56. Maybe bet over 68. <laughs> I think that's the right angle of attack, which is to come at this at halftime. Yep. I know some guys that do that. I'll see you there. Whoever's bet, bet, bet on whoever's losing. Yep. Or just whoever's losing team total. There you go. Yes. Oh, my cash. Yeah. Or both team totals, my cash. Yeah. Be a fun no, I like that. So I, I, mean, like I didn't that. bet this game. I think Green Bay wins. I think the AFC playoffs are so full of intrigue come next week. There's been many years. There's been many years where we didn't have a lot going on. It's like, ah, there's like one or two games that matter. There could be a scenario where so many games matter for the AFC, not even just positioning, but like getting in, getting in. Yes. It's, it it should be very interesting. So I'm, I'm excited to watch this and bet this in halftime, but nothing pregame. What um fifth? Well, Wait, real quick before we Monday move night, off, night, real Thursday. quick before we move off that one. Um, okay. what is your current temperature on the MVP market? 
Rogers. I think if you find Rogers five to one, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's he's five to one. There are people that have five to ones, I guess. That's really? Currently? Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody asked me about that yesterday. There's a five to one hanging around out there. Yeah, I'm see, scooping most- that in. I'm not even thinking twice. There's a five to yeah. one out there. I, I haven't gone and looked, but he said he had a five to one. I said, yeah, that like, that's a bet. Wow. <laughs> it should, he should be like two to one. Like Roger, Roger should be the dog to Mahomes, just based on the narrative and how the season's gone, but he should not be that big of a dog. So mm. that's a bet. Hmm. Uh, real quick on again, real quick before we move off the, um, there is the potential for weather. That's the only thing that's that keeping me from playing a pre-flop over anything in this one. Um, but as we've seen in weeks past in Green Bay, in Lambeau specifically, 20 mile an hour winds haven't met meant that much, really. It hasn't been like, you know, like a showstopper. And, I, and actually, I'm, now that I'm looking at it, it's just going to be cold. It's not even really going to be windy. I'm looking at five, six mile an hour winds. So I'm not exactly sure what the weather angle is to play it under on this one. But it's always worthwhile to wait a little bit closer till kick if you're going to get involved with the total this time of year. And it's outside. And a total that's enormous. <laughs> yes. Friggin' huge. All right. Closer up for the week it's then. Friggin' huge. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's move on to Monday Night Football where the Buffalo Bills, we're going to crown their ass. We're going to crown their ass. Crown AFC crown East champions uh, against the hated rival New England Patriots. The Patriots have treated the Bills like the younger brother for so many years now. Uh, it has been a dis- just disrespectful. They just have picked on these guys. They haven't given them an inch. Uh, and now the Bills have a quarterback and the Patriots don't. And it's something to behold. And I don't understand why this game was initially lined under a touchdown. I get it that there were some questions about some of the key players for the uh, Buffalo Bills, namely Stephon Diggs, uh, namely Trey White. Those guys are gone. In fact, it looks like John Brown may be making a reappearance here. If John Brown today. goes, this could be a problem. With Guess who's not Gilmore? out there? Gilmore, yeah, Gilmore is Gilmore ain't coming through that tunnel. Yeah, that's right. This is the J.C. Jackson show, and he's the only player on the defense that is worth a damn. Uh, that I can tell you. And I think the Patriots are in a world of hurt in this one. They're going to have to play keep away to the best of their ability if they're going to keep the Bills under 30. Uh, I think this is one-way traffic, and Buffalo uh, continues their superlative offensive showing in the later half of the season. Uh, I laid the 6.5. It's out to 7. That's fair, but it's a little low still. I think you probably wait and try to find something better in game at this point if you haven't already bet it. Um, did you get involved in this one, or is this one you're going to be on no, set? It, it, regrets, because yeah, if if everybody plays for this offense, and again, this might be another one where 23 plus half of seven is not 27, and I think the Bills can get to 28, 31 against this defense. So this is another team total I don't hate. Mm. Patriots under I don't like because Buffalo defense has had some issues and if the game script does go to Buffalo, you know, getting to a lead, the Patriots can do some things, I guess. I'm, I'm not super impressed with anything they've done this year with the cam show. I don't think that's the plan going into 2022 or 2021. So no. it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens to this Patriots team. But yeah, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo team total over. 
don't hate either of those. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, let's zero in on what the uh, secret pod play ought to be then. L.A. Chargers. Can, can you pull up your numbers and? Give I, I, I want to. Yeah, I can, I think I want to do that. Well, here's the thing. I like the Chargers better against that defense, but the Rams is like twenty three. It's better number. Yeah, against the defense, a number kind of talked up. So yeah, the the Chargers are like twenty seven. I'm showing twenty seven minus ten to the over, and the Rams are twenty three minus twenty to the over. Uh, the Bills are twenty seven minus ten to the over. So I think I would probably go Rams. Hmm. Getting to twenty four doesn't seem unlikely. Hmm. If you had to get one, I think I would rank them Rams, Bills. Then Chargers in that order. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I and I like them all. It's like trying to rank my kids. <laughs> I put the dogs first. Uh, that's always a wise play. Um, all right, let's do the Rams. I'm okay double dipping. I don't have any Rams money line. You don't have any Rams total, right? Yeah, we're combined. It's like, oh, you got chocolate yeah. in my peanut butter. Oh, yeah, you we'll got cross, peanut butter in my crossing chocolate. Crossing the streams here. We're, it's dangerous. It worked for the Ghostbusters. It, uh, yeah, the-, the end of the. Like you said, don't cross the street. What'd you do, Ray? (laughs) (laughs) What's on? uh, That's say so. Officially, Rams twenty three. We're playing the over. The Rams have been so fun to bet on this year. It's. I feel like we've bet on almost every Rams game, and it's been very profitable overall. Don't you think? Yeah, it really has. It's been a fun team. I don't know why that team has been so in my crosshairs. Uh, betting on or against, betting on and against them has been very profitable this year. I did that for a long time, so I can take a screenshot of that later. Oh, okay, that was funny. That was good. Um, oh, secret pod play. Keep it on the hush. Hey, don't um, tell nobody. Add a little bit to the end here, so that people can't skip to the end. And cheat. Ain't gonna be um, no what's on your what's on the uh, what's on the watch list for holiday movies this weekend? Oh man, my wife really likes something called Holiday Inn, which sucks. Holiday so Inn. I don't know. No, that. it's from the forties, and it's awful. Oh. It's Fred, oh. Fred Astaire oh, no. and oh man, Bing Bing Crosby, and wow. one of them they they're like. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give any spoilers away because it's like a three-hour fucking movie. But they, <laughs> one of them goes and opens hey, a hotel. Andy, you can spoil it away because guess what? I'm not going to watch it. it. No, <laughs> so anyway, one of them opens a hotel up up in like Connecticut or New Hampshire. It's only open on holidays, though. Don't. So they do. They only do it on holidays. And legitimately, there's a scene. It's worth watching it just for this. They do. You know, like. Christmas, they do the all the holidays. They didn't used to have President's Day. They used to have just, you know, you had Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday. And they did Lincoln's birthday and Bing Crosby and the female lead do full blackface for a musical number to sell up to do in front of their guests for that night. And it is it is sketchy. <laughs> this movie's not that old. Like, oh, like it, if you're you're just kind of half paying attention, and all of a sudden they come out with the black face and the white lips. It's like, oh my god, Bing, Bing, what do we do? I think it's Bing. One, uh, either either which uh, whichever one it is, it's rough and it's not a good movie. So watch that probably, and then you know, Christmas Vacation, Grinch, whatever. And I'm the Vikings word that Holiday Inn has been canceled. Yeah, Holiday Inn should be canceled because it's not a good. <laughs> I'm sorry, to, Andy, to be fair, canceled. it is the it is the 
first instance of Irving Berlin's White Christmas before the movie White Christmas came out. That's the okay. So we're getting real race racialist. I get it. Um, White Christmas. Okay. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden it makes sense. Yeah. Holiday Inn. So Uh, yeah, you're canceled. All those people. I mean, everyone in that movie's dead. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't call it Holiday Hotel. Uh, in in a nod to in a nod to uh, to HH there, uh, man, my goodness. So, I'll, and I'll try to watch the movies that don't have you know undertones like that as well. But definitely, just gonna <laughs> uh, eat eat some king crab legs and drink some whiskey and have some fun. Wow! And we wish you all a merry of Christmas if that's your thing. I'm guessing some people celebrate different holidays and I hope you had, you know, if, if it was Hanukkah, sorry, we missed it. That's been over for like a week. Hopefully your lamp oil made it. Um, what are the other ones? Boxing day for you Canadians. Hopefully that's yeah. good. Kwanzaa's coming um, up. Kwanzaa. Um, yeah. Whatever the spaghetti monster people do. I'm do sure they, they do. Something? I would think so. I'm going to look into that. So, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go watch some of this wild NBA final of you know final action man. The Bucks uh, Celtics game is just en fuego. Uh, oh, 109 107 now in the fourth quarter. Bucks fighting back from an enormous hole. Um, oh my god, the Minnesota's getting the shit kicked out of them. Yes, they are. They're not very and it's at least I mean it's a good team at least. Oh wait, no, it's the Pistons. <laughs> oh wait, no. Oh my god. Um, the Pelicans are beating the tar out of the Raptors. That's surprising. Look like they did not stay in very good shape in the offseason. The Raptors might be an early fade here. Um, Atlanta might score 150 in this game. Holy crap. Some wild results here. Look at this. Look at some of these games. My goodness. We're informing ourselves of what the market thinks. Wendell Carter Jr. Let's go. I have my biggest play today was on a game that didn't get played. So I have, I'm, I'm a spectator tonight. Houston under, uh, not exactly, but it was Houston game and I got some numbers that were off market that, uh, didn't make it. Oh, well, um, check you, check. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be doing a a scope for on Friday, Saturday. I got to figure out my travel schedule is we'll do at least one game for sure. We'll meet up and then Sunday we'll be there for the opener stream, which might be a little, a little less uh, openers because of some of the games not being up yet. Um, They do that for week 17 a little, I feel like. And, and obviously Sunday night, Monday night, half times. We'll see you then. Yep. See you then. Hit the music. What made you put Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas? I'm adding uh, lyrics to this. Cool, by the way. Are you, were, you a, were you a Dr. Seuss guy or you were into the Grinch? Well, I mean, Dr. Seuss is a good man, right? It was kind of funny the way that the the hill, the mountain, was kind of like, looked like, know, it looked like your hair. Yeah, it looked like yeah, it looked like you had kind of uh, an especially. Do, 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 do,